I'm Patty. And I'm Gina. And we're Imperfect Sisters. Mothers. Daughters. Wives. <clears throat> Ex-wives. Blah, 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 blah. And we're co-authors of the Imperfect Parenting book, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. And this is our podcast. Welcome to Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, The Imperfection Connection. Hello, Gina, and welcome to Episode 6. Thank you. I'm welcome. I think it's great to be here. Episode 6, people thought this would never last. And it has. We're it here. Has. We're back. And we mentioned last week the most important thing in a podcast is consistency. We don't have quality. We don't, don't have we don't. Inter- interest, but we have consistency. Six weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So we've got an action-packed show today. Do you in, remember why, Patty? Yes, because we are so excited that we have yet another guest a who is fascinating unrelated guest. to us. Yes, that's true. Uh, fascinating guest, but more on her later. We'll tease. But we actually have to go through some housekeeping items. Not your house, by the way, which needs to be clean. I mean housekeeping podcast-related items. Yes, I believe in the biz they would say, we have a follow-up to a story we brought you last week. Well, no, Patty. We usually start the podcast off with the hard-line statistics. Oh, right. Because I know our listening audience is just sitting on the edge of their seats waiting to hear how many new people... Do I have to share the Shut Up Sisters with? Well, if you will update our audience, at the end of last week, we had how many followers? We had a whopping 27. Okay. The interns that we have, the imaginary interns that we just like to say we have to make us sound like we're important, have told me that we still have this week, we are still at 27. However, hmm. on the surface... A net gain of zero. However, on the surface, that could look like a fail... But when you think about it, we made Mike part of the podcast full time. Mm. So one would expect a huge ratings decline. So I look at it this way. I'm a glasses full kind of gal about this. And I'm going to say it was a good week. Well, considering that, yes, Mike did join us and we didn't have anybody jumping off, then I suppose that is a win. And speaking of Mike, uh, our audience might recall in our last episode Mike had some assignments, and you know, we have been, let's be honest, we've been a little disappointed with his performance. I mean, he's supposed to bring news stories, he never brings news stories. Supposed to not fight with me on the way over here, he was getting on my nerves on okay. the way over here today. Okay. Uh, but he did take, I have to say, this week, he has taken his responsibilities as an unpaid producer quite seriously. Well, and to put a shine on a sneaker, he did learn the name of the podcast, which yes, is critical. Yes, and he actually listened to it. Mm-hmm. He's gotten, uh, and did our family, when they give us feedback, our, I'm sorry, our listeners, our followers, I didn't say family, did I? Oh, no, our media critics. Right. Our media critics, he has not come in, in any of the criticism. No, he yeah. hasn't. So anyway, we might as well just unleash the hounds, let him, in, let him on. Okay. All right, Producer Mike, what you got for us? We should probably update you where we left you, though. In our last episode... We wanted to have a bra fitter, and you were in charge with getting a bra fitter. I was, and we also had to report, um, we had a story on the Braintree Police Department telling uh, criminals to cut the crime during because of the hot weather. So we could not find, you could not find us a bra salesman or a bra person. At the expense of being arrested, I did uh, do some investigation. You did? Like yes, the I did. I hope it wasn't hands-on. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was more like eyes like on. The IT? It was eyes on, not hands Could on. Could you just paint a picture for our listening yes. audience of what your investigation actually involved? Okay, what I yielded, and um, out of this whole investigation, we actually, when we go for, and it's called the perfect bra fit. Wait a minute, but where did you investigate? Well, I actually went online, and I actually went to TJX and hid behind the bras and 
went undercover. Wait a minute. So women are shopping and you are Not hiding. in the dressing room, okay. but around the racks. I made okay. sure that I kept okay. things clean. This is a G-rated program, Gina. Okay. And that doesn't stand for Gina. So did did anybody find this peculiar? No. Well, share your research. So we uh, we should probably say the reason for this research is we introduced a statistic last an eye-opening statistic last week that 95% of women are walking around in the wrong bras. We'll have to ask our guests about that later. So, Mike, you um, want to talk about what makes a good bra fit. Oh, can I start? Yes. It's Okay, I came up with the title. I came up with the heading, The Perfect Bra Fit. The wow, first. that was clever. <laughs> wow. Woo. Did you stay? Wow. You I stayed up late nights thinking about this. Okay. Number one is measure your bust. Okay. Number two is measure the band. Number what band? The, the band, band, wedding band, the what? band around. The, uh, he's the just, just the hoo has. Again, this is audio, audio not video. Okay. Okay. okay, and number three is a light layer of padding gives a three D support. Three D. Yes. So do we need glasses? glasses? No, no. I'm, it'll roll right into number four. No. Rolls. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> no underwires. It will dig into the skin. I've seen this happen a hundred times, and it's just not lift. pretty. Well, I don't. Well, that's why you have the three D support because the three D support gives you lift. Don't you know anything? Oh, what is wrong with you? Very you told me to go out right, and get this right, report, right. and you're critiquing everything I'm I doing. I don't really need a bra. So An artist doesn't need this kind of am- aggravation. Okay. All right, the second one, the fifth. Somebody's getting too big for his <laughs> role. Jeez. The, the fifth is um, make sure it's antimicrobial and wicker. It'll keep you that feel, fresh feeling all day. Oh, and there's a side note to this, and I did find out I'm a C cup. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that frightens me on so many levels. Oh. I really think we need to rethink this. That's great work. Okay, I think moving need- along to something I think is a little more palatable. We talked about the police report. You mentioned that. The town of Braintree has asked criminals to curtail their criminal habits until the heat let up. You were going to do some research on the statistics of that crime, and what do you have to report? Well, this is what, this is what the I-team came up with. Crime was up 25% from yes wow. because, and because it was all... Was, no, no. Try, well, you've got well, to qualify it. Well, I'm going to qualify it if you'd let me qualify Okay. Okay. <sighs> I think we need it's, a marriage counselor it's, on the it's, show now. It's, it's, it's 25. Ooh, get us one. Listen, it's 25, it's up 25%. And those were all breaking and enterings. I guess they really wanted to get in from the heat. The old bees and ease. Yeah, that's Wait a minute. When you say crime was up 25%, it was, could, yeah. could I ask a question, please? Yes. Is it your show? Is your show, is your name on the heading? I don't think so. It's the Imperfection Connection. Shut up about your perfect kid. The Imperfection Connection with the Shut Up Sisters, not the Shut Up Sisters and produ- Producer Mike. Anyway, so did you, your research show that the crimes went up on a cooler day? Yes. Uh, yes. No, the crimes went up over the weekend in the hot weather. Okay, then I failed to see what this hypothesis is. <laughs> so okay. I, I will add to that. Crime was up. Crime was up during the hot weather compared to the cooler weather. Okay. It was up 25%. But wasn't the challenge of the police asking people yeah. So to apparently hold the off criminals the... did not heed the chief of police's right. advice. Okay. Right. That's, That's what our I hypothesis. Okay. Okay. The excellent work. Why don't you I, I will I'd like to add to that story if I may. Uh, I work at a certain home improvement store and I work in customer service, also known as hell, and a woman came in to return some rope. 
and she proceeded to show me a picture and she had hired a contractor because they were building a swing for her four-year-old grandson. And in the picture... Does this story have a point? <laughs> yes, it does. It just takes a while to get there. Okay. So the swing... Because was, right now I need I'm ready to, to lay swing, myself. I'm ready to lay rather, on the plane, really. I'm the ready. swing was rather low to the ground, but after a rainstorm, she then showed me the picture and then the swing was about six feet in the air. So her theory was that the, the rope had shrunk. So somebody told her. Listen, I've heard about these. That's what someone said. They said it it was an act of vandalism. It was an act of vandalism. Patty, I've heard about these backyard vandals going around. I'm just going to throw this out here. When we ask our guest, who is going to be coming up in the next segment very shortly, I may want to ask her if she'd consider going into the podcast with me because I'm ready to lose (laughs) the both of you. Hey, what did I had to put up with last week? Anyway, so speaking of our guests, we have this fabulous guest. Patty, I think this is the part where we tease our audience and tell them about our guest. Our guest is a perfect example of the amazing people we have met on our journey with our book. Did we mention we wrote a book? Yes, we wrote a book called Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. With pictures. Anyway, our book has introduced us to people whom we never would have met, And this particular guest I met one day when I was out shopping, and she has become a friend of ours, and she just is fascinating on so many levels. And when we come back, we're going to have that guest. Now, this one, unlike our previous guest, has not, to our knowledge, lived in a toxic waste dump or been involved in a jewelry heist. That we know of. But she has lived a fascinating life. And when we come back, we're going to tell you all about her. And we're doggone lucky to have her here. That's right. Patty, do you want to tell her who our guest is? Our guest is the one and only Kristen Lazuka. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. Ladies, break! Has your ship carrying your dream of perfect children sailed? Or is in the case of us, has it sunk completely? As imperfect authors and sisters, we invite you to join us for a life-changing imperfect parenting journey in our book. Shut up about your perfect kid, a survival guide for ordinary parents of special children. You'll learn how to let go of parental expectations and love the reality. And get proven and practical advice from other imperfect parents living in the trenches. Best of all, our book is easy to read. With pictures. To get your copy of Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, visit barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. We are back, and we would like to welcome the one, the only, Kristen Lazuka. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are the second person that sat in that seat that is not, to our knowledge, related to us. We haven't done the ancestry swab or anything like that, to be Mm -hmm. sure, but looking at you all perfectly coiffed Mm -hmm. and thin, I can safely say we are not related. Definitely not. (laughs) But Kristen, you're probably wondering, why have these two idiots invited us on the podcast? One is because you're a dog trainer on the side, and you could probably ask, we teach Petey how not to bark, bark during, during a podcast. podcast. Okay. I is, could. Petey, is Petey trying to tell so me something right now? So far, it's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the trouble with having a podcast is everybody has an opinion of what you should and shouldn't do. Oh, so, the critics. Kristen was sitting here during our first segment, and already, all of a sudden, who's not even someone who likes to listen to podcasts, all of a sudden is the podcast critic who thinks she's uncovered why we only have 27 people on our podcast. Because we stink? <laughs> well, it takes about 27 clicks to follow you, and I still am not able to follow you. It actually sent me to, to oh. a site to set up a WordPress account, and I gave up. 
Oh. So, it, what she's saying... Well, so Drunken Gina will steal your phone from you sometimes and subscribe That's what you. I did last week. I subscribed to people. So what you're saying is, what I'm hearing, what I'm inferring is that it's not necessarily us that we lack oh, no. quality. No, because it's we're super a, talented. It's just a technological <laughs> issue. There's probably thousands of people who have just, just given oh, up because they're so there. frustrated. That's well, my thought. So perhaps the we should give instructions. in life are worth working for. Perhaps this isn't one of them. <laughs> I thought that was the best things in life were free. So Kristen, yeah, Kristen had an interesting question for us, although she doesn't understand how it works. Uh, we ask the questions. We're the hosts. You're the sorry. You're the That's guest. a little pompous. But her first question was, "What are you going to talk to me about again?" <laughs> and and I think the challenge is not that we're unorganized, which certainly a case can be made for that. Is it? Kristen is so fascinating. She truly is. And she's an inventor. She's, She's a dog trainer, a nurse. She paid attention in home ec class. She knows. She can sew. She has chickens. What else? Oh, and she's she, multifaceted. Yes, and and we have. And she's so, a mother. And she, we have so many things to talk about, but we'll we'll just start. Kristen, what fascinates us most about you? Well, well, probably we should say how we met. How did we meet? Oh, I stalked you in the Isles of the BJ's. Isles of Beaches. Yes, yes, yeah, that was great. That's oh. right. I didn't say hi. I was too nervous because you were really? famous. I thought you were famous. <laughs> and that's before we had the twenty-seven <laughs> followers in the podcast. Uh, anyway, that was that was very flattering. But <laughs> Not too long after that, I sent you my shopping list. If you remember, you picked up Gatorade for me. Dropped it off I at did. my house. So was that whole thing like I'm really excited to meet you? Just a some kind of ploy to get a to shop for you. <laughs> anyway, so Kristen is a nurse, and uh, we met in the special needs community because we have children with special needs. But we're not we're not going to talk about that right now because Shoot. right now we're going to talk about something that you that you've also done that just amazes me. And I see we don't see you all the time, but we see you on Facebook. Um, and you are involved with something amazing with dogs. I, Would you like to t- talk to our audience about that? Sure. So um, I just simply wanted a dog several years ago. Oh, I would have given 2000- you Petey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. I think it was 2014 I decided I wanted to adopt a dog. And I couldn't find a medium-sized, fluffy-type dog really? anywhere, you know. And Amazon didn't. No, I, I don't think Amazon was as Dogs big us? then. Okay. I, you know, I, I now I would have. But so, and one of my Facebook friends said to me. Um, you know, I adopted several dogs from Thailand, from the dog meat trade. And I said, oh, well, like, tell me more about it and whatever. So um, I ended up adopting one dog, which then turned out to be two dogs. <gasps> yeah. And then we saw this third dog. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. got you're a menagerie. Like, you're like my daughter with pocketbooks. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot. Too many. And, and uh, yeah, so we just kept taking off, and then I started to help. I, you know, originally I was working with Soy Dog Foundation, which is where my dogs came from. And this is a, you know, huge, huge, huge organization with millions of dollars and tons of support. Right. And um, I was fundraising um, along with some other local people, and I decided that they really didn't need me. You know, they didn't need our little oh. bits of money, that these little rescuers that were oh. in the trenches were the ones that were Do moving it. to Thailand and spending all their retirement money to save dogs were the ones that really needed help. Wow, that's so amazing. It kind, of, it kind of morphed into that, so I just started to help try to find homes. So now dogs. you have three 
three dogs that have been rescued from there. Four. Four. Oh, so, right. oh, yeah. oh, this is a math wow. One came for the weekend, oh. and I brought my husband a big bag of Reese's peanut butter cups, and oh. I just said, hi, I know these are your favorite, and oh. he's just staying for the weekend. Mm-hmm. That was two years ago. That's how Mike and I end up together. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so he, um, and my husband reminds me all the time because the dog hates him. Really? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who could hate him? I know all the other dogs. Is it because Chris got the uh, the Reese's and the dog? I didn't? think so. Oh, I'm pretty sure. And you know, this wasn't your first rodeo in the pet world. I mean, um, you had a cat. You still have your cat? Um. Well, the cats have moved on. Okay. Because you know they were old. Right. Okay. They were, okay. And then you have some other animals in your house. Which well, they're not I, in the house. Right, right. That would be kind of messy. She has chickens. I do have chickens. Are yeah. they hens? I have one rooster, which for anyone who's listening needs to be rehomed because they're not allowed in my town. Really? He's not. Yeah, he's only a baby, and I just hatched him. Well, I didn't personally hatch him. Oh, I was going to say, wow, you are a fascinating guest. <laughs> wow. I did hatch him in the incubator in my kitchen. And um, he needs to go because he's not allowed in Hudson. So oh. if anyone would like a rooster, you oh know. Maybe we could do a rooster giveaway. <laughs> you go like, dog, like a rooster? Well, there were five. I no, you know, like, you know how we radio stations do, like, caller number 30. You yes, the winner of two tickets. You got a rooster. And they're multi-purpose wow. birds. So, you know, they could be, you know. If, what, like one's a chair? You could, <laughs> one's an alarm clock? <laughs> well, some of them lay eggs, and sometimes people use them for food. Right? Oh, so, yeah. for chicken! Oh, oh, yeah, Dad told us growing That's up where that he used to have to from. pluck chickens. And oh, yeah. see, I think that chickens just should come from the grocery store. Yes, <laughs> isn't that where they come from? Skip, <laughs> la, skip, la, 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 skip that middleman. Rainbows and butterflies <laughs> come from a carton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's come to my attention that I'm, you know, not as smart as I thought I was recently. <laughs> But I really don't, and we've talked about this on other podcasts, I'm very lacking in my knowledge of barnyard animals. And I don't know the difference between a rooster, a hen, a chicken. Um, right, so chickens Frank are, chickens are the whole species, right? Just they're all chickens. The girls, the ones that lay the eggs, yes. are hens. Okay. Okay. All right. The boys, the ones that make a lot of noise and yeah, are not allowed to yeah. have. Roosters. Roosters. Yes. Oh. So that reminds me, years ago I went to, I think it was one of those Australian restaurants, Outback or Bugaboo Creek. I don't know. That's not Australian. But they they had, instead of men's and okay. ladies' room, they had like dingoes. And I ended up going to the men's room because I didn't know what the animal was. So now if I go to a restaurant <laughs> and it says hens and roosters, I'll yeah, know where to go. You'll be good. Oh, oh excellent. Well, just for some useless information. Um, the ladies' room at a uh, outback is—it's for the women's. It's called the Sheila. Is that true? Sheila? Yes, yes, it is. And what's the men's room? Damned if I know. <laughs> Why don't you write that down? That's your Why would you know action. what the ladies' <laughs> right. room is and what and Maybe not the men's room? Patty, Patty, this is the man research. who was in the bra, right? Exactly, he was okay. in the bra. So you That's rescued the, how many dogs have you? So you go to you and your husband. You go to. Thailand, you bring back these dogs a couple times a year. How many dogs have you so personally? So typically what we do is we use flight volunteers. So those are people that are already flying. So they offer 
to escort the dog. So they're already going to Thailand? They're already going for some reason. Vacation, oh. business, visiting family, whatever. Oh. And they offer to bring them with them, so it costs a lot less if oh. you bring them as excess baggage. Right. Oh. Patty and I are going to Cleveland Saturday. I was you need just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Mike, speaking of excess baggage, um, so they just they contact you, or do you look for volunteers that are going? So How do you there's find a them? flight volunteer Facebook page. There's actually one for everywhere in the world, and there's one specifically for Thailand that um, people can go to. Or sometimes when we're desperate, we stalk other Facebook pages like Thai women that travel or tie oh. backpackers and we just put up a post well oh, you wow. were stalking me and bj so apparently you have a, a history of this whatever so works interesting. so if i know of podcasters that are going to should, should we bring our world? podcast yes. to thailand could i we... send gina and mike like volunteers to take them <laughs> yes you could so we have been talking about doing the podcast on the road perhaps we could swing by thailand there and pick go. up a few okay. dogs and so the people you've homed the dogs to have they like if they love the dogs are happy yes most of the time yes yeah, yes yes most of the time wow. except my husband Every yes. once in a while, you know, just like any rescue, they're not the perfect fit, but they all, we make sure they all come back to us if they need to be, you know, rehomed or wow. whatever. And this reminds that's amazing. me, I watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you watch that? No. Oh, okay. Well, apparently there's a, there's a shelter, Vanderpump Dogs, that one of the women own, and one of the wealthy women on the show took a dog and then brought it somewhere else. Oh, that's and oh, that's it's like new, caused no, no. major, no, major controversy. No, right? I, I, I would agree. Anyway, everything goes back to reality television. Okay, so that's not the only thing that makes you so fascinating to us. Patty, help me out. My train of thought is derailed again. The other, oh, you're an inventor. I am. Inventor. Am and tell I? our 27 followers who have gone through the grueling process of liking our podcast and following our podcast. What you have invented. So I don't know how long ago. <clears throat> I invented a harness that children or adults who use augmentative communication apps, which are people that are children who don't use their natural voice, use a voice output app on an iPad or a Kindle or whatever kind of mobile device, yeah. um, can use to keep the device on them at all times. When I was with... So as a nurse, I have a patient that uses um, an augmented communication device on an iPhone. And I, at the time, it was um, a more dedicated device. But anyway, she I always noticed that when she needed it, it was not with her. It seemed to always oh. be either with the adult who was following her um, around the school or it was left back in the classroom. And she didn't have access, so she lost a lot of opportunities so she couldn't for talk. communication. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So I made it for her initially, and then I got a lot of feedback that people thought it would be That's great amazing. for other people, yeah. So if we have any any of our 27 followers are part of Shark Tank or anything like that, you want to buy it. And it's called Safe and Sound. Safe and Sound Mobile, right. yeah. Great I have name. a question. Have you ever thought of branching out into the, I don't know, wine business, alcoholic? Because I know when a I'm harness, at parties. wine harness? Well, you know when I'm at parties, I get to talking. I, I put my drink down. For wine. I put my drink down. There are so forget where many it is. uses really for it. Yes. Actually, I went and bought, this is just a funny side story. Last weekend, I went and bought a sewing machine from somebody on Facebook Marketplace. And when I got to his house, I saw sewing stuff all over his kitchen, which looks like my kitchen. And he was telling me that his wife sews. 
and he said he owns a company where he may is making an app for people in restaurants that cook. Yeah, I guess chefs. Yeah. Yes. And um, they need God, some smart. way for these people to be able to read their recipes on their oh. iPad. So he's asked me to send them an email. So yeah, the, I guess the That's uses amazing. are yeah. Are are are, mm. are great, but the, yeah. my time even is like spent at the between, gym or right, like right? yeah anywhere and where so you we, wanna have your hands free and wanna have your so device. wait a minute we could we could podcast hands free you could you <laughs> so could. We I think we are aren't we yes yeah, <laughs> true a busy you're such a busy executive and yet you've made the time to come. And yeah. be a guest on our I podcast. think, well, I suspect that she might have wanted to get away from all the chickens and the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I was spray painting a chandelier to hang in the chicken coop. <laughs> I, I have to say, you don't live far from us. And, and on occasion, I have been to your house. And, and I, I, I haven't been to your house in a while. It's kind of a sore subject. I haven't been invited. <laughs> but anyway, I remember driving by your street and seeing your chickens in the, in the road. Oh, yeah. They used to go on the Is that road. part of a joke? So they, <laughs> they didn't cross the, the street. Cross the road? Yeah. They used to stay on my side, but... My neighbors asked me to please keep them in my yard because they started to get into their garden. Oh, yeah. One day well. I looked out when he called and said, you know, I, I hate to be a pain, but they're they're in the garden. And I looked over the fence and I saw cherry tomatoes flying. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if the chicken just so happens to, wait a minute, I know I should know this. A chicken, a chicken can lay an egg. <laughs> a chicken, yeah, a hen. A yeah, chicken, all right. Yes. So if your hens just happen to can. eat the, it's kind of a barter thing. Like well, they'll I eat do, the yeah. tomatoes, I, I but they'll leave like six farm fresh well, eggs. Came, right. Well, yeah. Came first, the chicken or the egg. So that's how you know. That's a chicken interesting. Can lay an egg. I know. I don't know if that's covered in like the neighbor manual. You know, so, what makes a good neighbor. The so chicken. you train you train dogs, but do they make correction collars for chickens? <laughs> you can. Do that, sure. As long okay. as it's small enough, right? Okay, yeah. Chickens are trainable. People train them. Did to you do all have kinds chickens growing up? No. Okay. And what got you into the I chicken business? I was bored business? one day, and I saw that you could order two chicks via the mail. Really? So why wouldn't wow. you? <laughs> Hello. Wow. Hello. You could order a mail order husband. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you can order anything. See, now when I'm bored, I usually sit in front of the TV, but that's just me. No, I pick up a new hobby or I make a that's true. something new. That's that why I... she's an inventor, and a dog trainer, a nurse. Nothing. Really... I don't do anything well. Could though, I ask you a question? So you know. <laughs> We're trying to build our podcast to have a level of experts. So you are, Mike is our expert in useless information. Maureen is our expert who lived in a toxic waste dump and has been, uh, she's our crime expert because she was in a jewelry heist. You are our nurse, inventor. What else? Dog trainer? Sower. Sower. You sew. Sow seeds. Sow seeds. Yes, sow. When, when did you learn how to sew? Is that... My you, mom taught me how to did sew, she? yeah. My mom sewed. Our mom sewed. We never learned. You know what I remember in home ec? Oh, we used to sew paper. Like, oh, yeah. You had to start with paper. I love that. Yes. It was fun. And I no, hated home No ed. thread. Oh, yeah. I, I was always jealous of the boys in shop because they got to make cool things. So listen to this. Bird houses. That's yes. what I did. We used to make stupid gym You did gym shop bags. too? In eighth grade, Are you, you handy could too? choose. And I was one of two girls who chose industrial arts because I already See, mastered I the whole So could, I bet you were good at that too. Well, I I can, oh, I can I use it. tools. I yeah. Who invited her? You reap what know. you sow. <laughs> This is what this did you is, hear producer Mike just said. Yes, I did. <laughs> this is how. Oh man. This is why we have family members as guests because there's no pressure. There's no no high level of achievement. <laughs> I didn't now, say I did any you, of those things well. Did I? But you, our mother used to like sew and do all of this stuff, and we never learned any of it. No. Well, as a side note, I texted both daughters. 
prior to recording the podcast and saying, said, don't record. recording the podcast. And one daughter responded like with a like, the other daughter's calling me right now. <laughs> well, apparently she's not one of the 20. Maybe she's calling to say, hey, how do you subscribe to your podcast? Oh, I'm sure that's it. I'm sure that's it. Wow. So, Kristen, we'd like to ask you to stay on. We're going to our third segment of the podcast. And in that part of the segment, tell her what she could expect, Johnny. Well, what you can expect is news and views. So we read a ridiculous news story, and then we talk about it. And we'll ask you to comment. Yes. Okay. Um, Full of comments. We have that to look forward to when we get back. Okay. We'll be back. We're out. about all this imperfection, Patty, do you think the loyal pod people would like to hear about our imperfect speaking? You mean our Massachusetts accents? I think they picked up on those already. Wicked funny, Patty, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our imperfect speaking. You know, how we travel around the country, speaking to different groups about the joys and challenges of imperfection. Oh yes, I love getting out of the house. I mean speaking. Yes, and if you're planning an event, a fundraiser, or training, we invite you to think about inviting the imperfect speakers. Us? Yeah, Patty, why not us? Us! Well, for more information on our speaking workshops, including our parent-teacher workshop, No More Pencils, No More Books, No More Parents, and Teachers Giving Dirty Looks, email us at info at shutupabout.com or call 978-857-4566. That information again is info at shutupabout.com or 978-857-4566. Patty, I'm going to wait by the phone, just like I did in my dating days. I hope this goes better than that did. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies, take it! Patty, Kristen oh, May, she may coffee. know her way around chickens. She may know her way around dogs, on sewing machines, whatever she does. But she probably doesn't know about this part of our podcast and what, what she can expect. Because we like to put our guests, when we, we, we send you out here, we pay all your expenses to come over here. <laughs> what, what is it, two miles? What do we owe you for guests? <laughs> about that. 75 cents. About 30 cents. Since we paid to have you, we, we want to test your knowledge and, and get your opinion oh, and have no. you weigh in on some these stories. Yes, these weighty news stories. I will say that these stories, this week, they all have a common thread. Before we go back into the stories. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just occurred to me, and maybe we can do this at the end, but how, if someone is interested in adopting a dog, what is um, the cost? Or, or, or Gina a, and Mike. Or pur- purchasing a safe and sound mobile Well, device. my um, Facebook page is public or safe and sound mobile has their own facebook page okay or and then um the dog rescue is tales of thailand tales Tales of dogs okay t-a-i-l-s yes okay so they all have facebook pages okay we'll have to put that the dogs have their own facebook page i like yes of course we're not really that good at my deceased dog still has a facebook page (laughs) okay oh I gotta update that. We, none of us can remember the password. All right, so let's see. Let's see how well all of you are listening, and see if you can pick up on the common thread with these news stories. Okay, okay? are we ready? ready? Our first story comes to us from New Smyrna Beach, Florida. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but police say a naked man ran through the home of an 82-year-old woman and stopped to try on her clothing. <laughs> Sylvia Garman said she received the shock of her lifetime when she discovered a naked man running through her home. 
According to Garmin, the man came through her garage door in New Smyrna Beach on Tuesday morning. She confronted the man, whom police identified as Joseph Vaglicka, and called 911. After calling 911, Garmin ran to her stepson, who lives next door to her. Jeez, are you going to tell me what Vaglica she had for lunch next? was taken to the hospital and then eventually <laughs> transported to jail in Volusia County. Police say it appeared the man was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Shocking. Oh, my God. What, was that Smirnoff County? <laughs> the yeah, story went on way too a, long. That is a coincidence. Well, I was giving a little bit of details. No details are not as There's a conspiracy right. theory here with that garment. <laughs> okay, All right, go ahead. So that was story number one, okay? Also from Florida, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And a possum that apparently drank bourbon after breaking into a Florida liquor store sobered up at a wildlife rescue center and was released unharmed. Now, would you save that opossum? Would you rescue him? Of course. <laughs> So well, look who we're asking. Yeah, really? Yeah. She's she's like uh, Dr. Doolittle. No, who's who Any takes living it? being. Let's see. Do you so take they, they uh, were, my daughters? The I, rescuers um, came. No. Even if I give Chris a bag of chocolate? No. Okay. <laughs> well, Kristen, I have a question. If you could do something with this possum, can you start a detox clinic for possums? Sure. When they break That's into right. liquor stores? Absolutely. Yeah. They, did, they did detox it. This is what they said. How did he break in? Yeah, just, right. Just I mean, broke I, into the, the it store. makes it sound like he has like he had like a sledgehammer. It was a she, and she <laughs> broke in, and she broke the bottle of. See, now you want details. I was just gonna say details, not so, my specialty. Uh, they, I'm so a big they, picture the rescuers, they we loaded her up with fluids to help flush out any alcohol toxins. She was a good. She was good a couple of days later. Pettis said wow. the opossum did not appear to have a hangover. Wow. Oh, that's good. So that's a happy ending. Yep. That is a good happy ending. Maybe they could do some study with possums to see why you didn't have a hangover. I don't like, know. It could. You should have if it took them two days to sober up. Well, maybe <laughs> yes. took one. Isn't there some pill or medicine you can take before you drink? He there was is. in a stupor for two days. Okay. And our final story. <laughs> Let me guess. It's from Florida. Florida? Uh, no, actually, oh. this is an international story. Wait a minute. So I'm not seeing the pattern yet. Alcohol. Okay, go ahead. Oh. So God, she's smart. Yes. Cruise ship passenger dressed in a clown suit sparks massive brawl on board, reports they. Passengers aboard a PMO Britannia cruise ship reportedly used furniture and weapons after a brawl broke out on the last day of a week-long <laughs> trip to Norway's fjords. Furniture? To Norway? Yes. It sound like a party place. According to reports, a passenger dressed in clown attire sparked the massive brawl in the buffet area. Which Ooh. left six people, including three women and one staff member, with significant bruising. Well, and some cuts. of those rolls could be kind of hard. Uh, yeah, the buffet can be mean. Have you ever it's seen all fun and games? Producer Mike at one. The bacon in the morning. Yeah, it's oh, all I fun don't and games. Know. It's all fun and games when those Till clowns someone attack. gets a knish in the eye. When <laughs> <laughs> clowns attack. Holy cow! And the clown was drunk. The clown. Oh, shocking! The clown was drunk. Yes. Oh, I think clowns. I think they have a lot of pressure on them. Everybody expects them to be happy, you know. And it's mm-hmm. not all. Maybe it was a sad, violent clown. He had to live up to that red nose. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Quit while you're behind. Uh, <laughs> yes, we go on cruise ships, but boy, there's a lot of crime you have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen a clown other than Mike on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own. <laughs> B-Y-O-C. Oh, goodness. <laughs> your own clown. Goodness. <laughs> Floppy shoes. It sure red it was nose a clown and he just didn't have a red nose from drinking too much on the cruise ship. 
Now, see, I gave you details in the first story, know, and you got I bored. I am. With it. I'm a hypocrite. Then you ask all kinds of questions. I know. Which I'm would a hypocrite. Me... Okay. I'm yes, a hypocrite with, with. I still details. do want to know how I, I an opossum breaks into a liquor store. It just doesn't. It make it sound like though. Wait a minute. Why did he read? Big question. What was the weather like the day the possum <laughs> broke into the? Was it? Well, this was Florida, so it was a It was probably very hot or raining. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. And those are great stories. Any any other stories? Well, I've got one. Yes. I've got one. Okay. This uh, three-legged dog goes into a police station. I probably adopted him. And tries to file a missing persons report. And the uh, sergeant on duty says, who's missing? He goes, anyone see my paw? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Kristen's ears perk up when you said a three-legged dog? Right. She's like, number five. (laughs) She's ready to bolt out the door. I got him. (laughs) I actually brought one over here that had one working leg. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so what do your neighbors think about the dogs? Are they in the garden or no? Well, no. They She's stay the, in my yard or they're on leash and, you know, there's four. So there's all right, so I have a neighbor. We're going to get into this in, in subsequent oh. in, in, in episodes. But I have a, a neighbor that she likes to delineate the property line by taking sticks and push, putting them. Does she still them, do that? Yes. She, the sticks are up. She takes sticks and she puts them in a part of our yard that we never even go to, like no traffic area, a very ugly part of our yard. And she puts these sticks in the ground. And she just wants to delineate where the pop property line is. And it's it's like, a, it's woods. So I don't know the point. So imagine if she had you as a neighbor. <laughs> Chickens. I think that might be I a mean, problem. You know, oh yeah. my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Why doesn't she get a fence? I don't know. I don't know. I, but then it doesn't again, stop can you, you imagine having these two as your neighbor? <laughs> it's just the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I remember I confronted it? her. Oh, no, I confronted her on it. And I said, Really? I said, sticks and stones. You can have that part of the property. And what what really threw me off is it's not a line. It's like it comes in. And then, so I was like, really? I said, this is ridiculous. And she had complained that we had put the trash, the city trash barrels on the grass. One of the wheels was on the grass. And I said, why do you care what I do with our trash barrels? It's our yard. And she said, oh, no, no, no. That driveway is built over her her property. Oh. So Have I'm like, nice oh, yeah, okay, sorry. You want to come you know. up for brownies and, brownies so and coffee? If that's all it takes to make her happy, honoring the sticks, I will do it. Mm-hmm. But everybody calls her the stick lady. The stick lady. Well, we're going to take a break now because I think we must. <laughs> And we're going to come back for our final segment. When we have one very pressing question for our guests that we've been collected to ask. I'm afraid. Okay. All right, ladies. Okay, ladies. (laughs) We're out. Hey, Patty. Did you know that 87% of children with Down syndrome will need glasses by the time they enter preschool? I did not know that. But did you know that 100% of the hosts on this podcast need glasses too? That I knew. But what I didn't realize is that children with Down syndrome and other disabilities have a hard time finding glasses that actually fit them. I have that problem with my pants. Me too. But our friend Maria Delapino, proud mother of daughter Erin with Down syndrome and a professional with more than 30 years of experience in the vision industry, created a solution for children and adults with unique facial features to get the glasses they need. They're called Erin's World Frames, available through Maria's company, Specs for Us. Specs for Us' mission is to improve the sight and quality of life for children and adults with special needs by providing custom frames. 
Erin's World's frames are now available in a variety of sizes and colors, Patty, and you can purchase them at eye care professional offices throughout the United States and in 28 countries. Woo! For more information, call Specs for Us at 1-800-586-1885 or visit S-P-E-C-S, the number four, U-S dot com for helpful information. That's S-P-E-C-S, four, number four, U-S dot com. That's great. Does Specs for Us help with pants that don't fit? Sorry, Patty. You're on your own with that. Okay. Just before we wrap up our episode six, we just wanted to just check in with Kristen and ask her some very pointed questions. It's actually only one question. Oh, I have one too, Gina. Okay, all right. Kristen, (sighs) you should have let me study. What is your favorite color? Black. Black? Really? Yeah. That's great. I've never met anybody that, that it's usually red or Don't blue. Don't look scared. It's okay. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Was that the question? Yeah. Do you like, what do you mean? Do you like wearing black? You like... Yeah, I like, it's neutral, right? It goes it with everything. Right, it does. It's and black. slenderizing. Right. Slenderizing, you don't need to worry about that. But Well, yes. I don't know, like when you're like pasty, gross, winter skin, like you black. Mean like we look right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me as well. I tried to like put a little makeup on, but. Yeah, so did we. Not. <laughs> just makes you look like you're not dying of the flu every day you walk yes, out of the that, house. That's true. That See, now true. I thought when you came to the podcast all dressed in black, it was because you were mourning having to be on it, but no. <laughs> uh, paper or plastic, which do you prefer? Truthfully, don't worry about the ramifications. You can be honest. We're plastic. all honest. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's really? a thousand and one uses. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you reuse it, right? What's your stance you on do. the paper straw? The paper straw. Well, you know what? You're an inventor. Maybe you could invent a better one. I, I mean, why do you really need a straw? Can you invent it out of chicken? I don't I think you need a straw. straw. <laughs> I mean, there's certain people I get that yeah, the need disability. a straw. Right. That's a totally different thing. The they can have whatever well, kind that, of straw they want. That paper straw just has a bad taste. It's a weird taste. And it, like, falls apart, right? Yes, it like, does. Like, yes. remember when you get the ice cream in the paper thing, like the snow cone, and mm-hmm. then it gets soggy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what the straw does. You know what? You know what was a really happy part of my childhood was the crazy straw. The crazy? Oh, you cannot uh, pull yeah, off the crazy plastic. straw. No. Right, but you could not and do you that. You can't clean them. They get yeah. gross no, things they were, right here. Yeah. 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 You have to but get you can micro love the crap. Remember, you used to blow bubbles the other mm-hmm. way? Oh, God, those were the good. That's they what's wrong color. with it. That's what's wrong with the world. I know. They don't have any Everybody's crazy too busy straws. on Facebook that they're not blowing crazy straws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't have them. Can you have paper crazy straws? No, it would probably like fall apart. It would. Well, un- I defer to you, right? uh, Patty and I and Mike. Not the inventors in the no, group. We're not. That's right. I'd have We've to invented work on nothing. It. I'd have to work on it. I could. I love solving problems. I do. I love creating. Well, I am. I create. I expect a report next week on your, your right. straw. Uh, do you have any right. suggestions for future guests? Hmm. We like to take the gonna, ordinary and make it extraordinary. She'll go. She'll back. back. Not that you're ordinary. It was about four thousand degrees in that studio. <laughs> don't bother. Whoever you are, perhaps safe and sound mobile might consider the possibility of paying for advertising. 
on the Imperfection Connection podcast. Oh, there you go. We could be, you could reach an audience of 27 people. <laughs> but there are 27 people on Podbean that are following us. But I did I looked at the map and there's some in New Zealand. And there's wow. some in... That's in the western part of the state, right? I don't know. I mean, so. I thought, you know, if you're going to have 27, we have a great worldwide community. You know what's great about Thailand, though? Just off, oh. you know, a little oh. off topic. With your time thing, though, it's 12 hours difference in time. Before. So what time is it in Thailand if it's 6 a.m. here? It's 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Oh! Damn. Isn't that magical? Patty and I Whoa. struggle with time oh, yes. I know. That's why oh, I brought it up. God. I was so happy when I found out that it was 12. All you have to do is switch the a.m. Oh, and the p.m. Patty and I were driving from Isn't it amazing? Spokane, Washington to Missoula, Montana. And we went through three time zones, and we were so messed up. Remember? Yeah. More than usual. Great so you can, you can get in touch with us. You can go on Facebook at Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. Right. But you can also go to podbean.com, which I'm going to take your phone afterwards, and podbean.com and sign up for the podcast there. we got to try to get it on Google, Google Play. So what do we want to get for next week? What is the, uh, what's on the agenda for next well, week? Well, we like to keep our audience guessing. Mostly because we, have, we haven't a clue ourselves. But anyway, you can also tweet us on Twitter. Our handle is shutupaboutcom. If you're looking to hire someone for an event... We just happen to be free that day. You can contact us at info at shutupabout.com. Wave to us when you see us on the street. Or, or on BJ's. Or, or at BJ's. You yeah. can hide behind it. Or you or can just send a singing telegram. A singing telegram. Do we even have those anymore? I don't. So um, just let us know the details of the head giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good. a rooster. <laughs> Caller number 30. Definitely a rooster. Okay. <laughs> so with that, we're going to wrap up episode six. Right. And we're going to now take a plunge in a pool somewhere because we're all sweating to death. <laughs> so for this episode, I'm Patty. I'm Morley Safer. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> producer Mike. And would you like to and say And I'm goodbye? really hot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, people. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>